Let there be Sarah. Let there be Boyer. Let there be Clint. Let there be sports. Let there be rock. Already a Thursday, KGB mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint, and you have a chance to win some Ann Wilson tickets at 7.35. I don't know what kind of chance you have with the role that Boyer's on, though, right? Six weeks in a row, nobody has been able to beat Boyer. So in this case, not only when you will you win the Ann Wilson tickets, if you do, you'll get the bragging rights that you rightfully deserve for finally beating Boyer. I just call this lucky number seven. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> We already have that game. You can also score some Vets Aid tickets. And we were talking about Joe Walsh and some other massive bands. You can win those at uh, 8.05. Hey, what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. That is a true statement. I am so excited for this bit. I found this um, this Reddit thread of people just confessing that, you know, they went to Vegas, they did some things, and not everything stays in Vegas. And we have the best stories ever. And just for participating in that, if you call and tell us, just one of your wildest, best Vegas stories. Once we get into this bet, you're going to automatically be entered to win those Vets Aid tickets. That is so cool. I can't wait to hear that. And Dinner and a Movie, your news quiz at 9.05. So pay attention to all three of Sarah's news quiz here on the KGB. And a brand new world premiere, Guns N' Roses, the song perhaps you just heard that. You're going to hear that again throughout the day. What would you guys think? I liked it called Perhaps, Mm -hmm. and it got me right out of the gate with, I'm assuming that's Axel on piano. I love when he takes the piano. And then at certain points, I I, I don't know what you call it, but they they go high and they're doing some crazy notes, and then you hear him also in there overlapping his vocals in this really low, gritty sound as well. And I love when they do that. That was my favorite part of the whole song. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Guns N' Roses song? Of all time. Yeah, and I'm not sure people love it or hate it, but November Rain is the absolute greatest Guns N' Roses song of all time and music video, my friend. It's a phenomenal choice. The greatest. It's not long enough in my book. I'm afraid to ask, but Boyer, do you have a favorite Guns N' Roses song? <laughs> Gotta go with Paradise City. He's got one. Yeah, I know, you know, they do the panty dropper ballad just to get the chicks, whatever. Don't need to hear it ever again. Give me Paradise City on repeat. I'm good. That's good for them, too, because they're not looking for you to drop their panties. So they're good with you just letting that one go. I'm going to say something that could be very unpopular, and you are not allowed to hate me. I'm talking to you, the KGB listener. You know, Bob Dylan did Knocking on Heaven's Door first, but I think Guns N' Roses' version is better. It's not hard to beat Bob Dylan. Yeah, anything. Yes. Oh, wow. I'm surprised yeah. you feel that way. Yeah, a popcorn fart me? Oh, is better than Bob Dylan. Okay, I didn't say that. The guy's a legend, but there you yeah, go. Yeah, he's a legend, but... You know. Next to Ozzy, the second most unintelligible singer in rock. All right. By my watch, we have about uh, three hours, 50 minutes left of our final show oh, here on no. the KGV. You know the big heads agree. <laughs> the Big Rich Sports Report is up next. Making management proud every day by exceeding their low expectations. And now we're stuck with him. The KGB Morning Show on 101.5 KGB. And from San Diego Sports 760, Big Rich, TD, and Fletch. TD's in, what is it, today and tomorrow still? Just, well, I'll be here tomorrow. Rich is back tomorrow. All right. But, I'll, but I will be here tomorrow because it's Happy Hour Friday. I mean, <laughs> yeah, those Fridays. Come on now. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, the Padres put on another display of total and complete dominance last night <laughs> against the first place Orioles. Yeah. 
Did I mention first place Orioles? I mean, come on. They uh, had some big hits. They had a home run. They put together successive wins for the first time since August 1st and 2nd. And they beat the Orioles 5-2. to two. Fernando Tatis Jr. has been on fire the past couple games. Last night, he went 3-4 for four with two runs, including a beautiful play at the bottom of the seventh when Fernando stole home. Here comes Fernando! He's going to steal home! Fernando Tatis Jr. just walked in! Wow! 5-2! Don't take your eye off him! He may steal home! Just completely takes advantage of Perez. Lost in the Ooh. sauce. Completely took advantage of Perez. Uh, that's, how that's, like that's, that's how we like it, exactly. Padres win the series against the Orioles. Now they take on the Diamondbacks in a four-game series. First pitch tonight, 640 at Petco Park. And they're awesome. Let's remember that. The, the Padres day. are awesome. Yes. The Padres, I mean, this is, I feel like, the little special sauce here when we see Fernando Tatis Jr. light up and, and start to become Tatis of old. And is this the turning point? We've said it 30 times this season, so... Hopefully, we'll cross our fingers and and they actually make something happen here. Because if you just look at the last two games, I believe they're playing 1,000 baseball. So, <laughs> that's right. Uh, if we just go from here on out, I think they're going to finish 41-0. <laughs> yep, thank you very much. Uh, currently, four and a half games out of a postseason spot, uh, but they did make up a game last night. Legendary baseball star and future Hall of Famer and someone who I think generally knows all things baseball, Albert Pujols made a bold prediction about the Padres yesterday. This was Tuesday, actually, on the Brett Boone podcast. San Diego can still do it. I think they're not out yet. That's a team that you cannot slip away because they have the potential of winning a championship. If you look at that lineup, if you look at that bullpen, if you look at that starting pitching, that team can be the Philadelphia Phillies from 2022. This year, the San Diego Padres. So don't slip on that team. Yeah, let's effing go, San Diego. Wait a minute. No, if you're the uh, opponents, sleep on that team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Relax. <laughs> drop your guard. Drop your pants. Just let us run shot over you <laughs> like it's prom night in the back of a 62 Buick. It's a great Come point. Wow. It's a great point. Drop your pants, indeed. Hashtag. <laughs> KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clinton. Why don't you launch the iHeartRadio app and listen to us all day long and online, 101kgb.com. So we just heard the Beatles, and I was telling you guys, oh, the Abbey Road, we know that album cover. We know it's a hot spot, a bucket list. People go and recreate the album cover. I'd go. So here is actually another list of other rock album locations to add to your bucket list so you can go get your cool selfie. All right. So Surf and Safari for the Beach Boys. Right. Dude, just hop on the five, drive on up to Paradise Cove. That's where they they shot that on that yellow truck. The boys in the back of that cool truck, it's Paradise Cove. I didn't right realize it was that close. That's yes. where uh, Rockford had his trailer in season two through six. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Malibu, California. Beautiful. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea about this one. Maybe you guys did. Hotel California, the Eagles. Right. Do you know what hotel that is? I thought it was something in Mexico. You are so going the wrong way. It's oh. the Beverly Hills Hotel. Really? That one is? That's what it is. That's the picture of it. Huh. Now, Houses of the Holy, can you picture this Led Zeppelin album cover? It's Naked Kids, is that the one? It is. I don't know where your brain is, but it's a bunch of photographs (laughs) were taken from this album at Giant's Causeway. It's in Northern Ireland, 
And it's like this rocky, oceany area. Yeah. So that's what that is. No naked kids that I noticed there. So far, <laughs> so far, I'm in on all of these locations. All right. Pink Floyd has the Wish You Were Here album cover. It's a couple of guys like shaking hands or something in right. the studio. Well, that's just right up the five. And you take another little freeway to go into Burbank at the Warner Brothers studio. Wow. Right there. Uh, the Joshua Tree. You two album cover. Take a wild guess where this one is. Uh, Mexico. <laughs> Where do you think it is? I would say Joshua Tree. Oh, wait, that's wrong, actually. Wait, it was what? taken in Death Valley National what? Park. They did a little switcheroo on I you. I was today years old when I learned that. <laughs> I'm going to refund. Uh, the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, courtesy of David Bowie. This album cover is actually uh, at a building at 23 Hedden Street in London, and there's a plaque there. So confirming that's the location. There's your cool little selfie. Well, I've got a brother-in-law in London, and he says, come visit us. Maybe yeah. that's the reason. Here's your plan. I bet he's never done this before. Right. Uh, Black Sabbath, their self-titled album cover, Black Sabbath. The building on the cover, it's in Maple Durham Watermill, which is located on River Thames in Oxfordshire, England. Boy, that's a long name. It sure is. And finally, Queen's album cover for Made in Heaven. This is actually actually a statue of Freddie Mercury with his little one finger up in the air, another hand down, and his little butt perked out. Right. And that's a statue you can see at Lake Geneva in Montreux, Switzerland. And yes, they got all the details right in this one, including a really tight buttocks and really tight fitting pants wrapped around his buttocks. It's quite it's quite a view. Well, that just makes me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like carpooling with your funniest friends. Except your friends are probably appropriate. Awesome music and fun times. The KGB Morning Show on 101.5 KGB. All right, boys, it is back to school week. So up next, we're going to jump into the best school cafeteria lunches you had right after Billy Idol on the KGB. Coming up at 7.35, you have a chance to beat Boyer for those Ann Wilson tickets on the 101.5 KGB. Since it's back to school week for a lot of San Diego schools, we posted on KGB Facebook, what was the ultimate school lunch at your school cafeteria? And lots of different answers. What about you? What comes to mind for you? Mine's probably common. It's pizza. It, I could not wait to have pizza once a week. And what kind of pizza was it? What kind did you get delivered? Do you remember? So it was a, it was a cheese pizza. Not if I flavor. remember. Like, was it Pizza Hut, Domino's? Oh, it, it... You know what it tastes like? It tastes like, no, it was not delivered. What fancy school did you go oh, to? I had Costco pizza delivered. Oh, what? Hell? I don't yes. think Costco was around when I was oh. in. Yeah, we were Price Club kids. <laughs> but still, even Domino's or Pizza Hut would have been amazing. This tastes similar to the 7-Eleven pizzas that you can get now. It was pretty darn good. Got it. Okay. Uh, what about you, Boyer? Well, my parents loved me, so I never had to eat lunch at school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my, uh, but, my, oh, okay. But I did have, they did have uh, little peanut butter squares that you could buy when you got into junior high. You had sort of an open menu. Ooh. Peanut butter squares, and you could get an honest-to-God Pepsi or a Coke, I can't remember, in the vending machine in the gym. It's a great school. Mine, we, we, I used to eat meat at one point, and we had Frito Pies. Did you guys know what Frito Pies is? Yes, but you got those? Yeah, we had Frito Pies. You know what? She's one of the elite. She is not one of the minion like us. She went to this fancy school. No, I did not. Not by any means. Mm. Quiet Talking James says his his favorite school lunch was hamburger gravy on whipped potatoes. 
Oh, yeah. Kelly says deep fried burrito with extra hot sauce. Never once got that. Never once. Sydney says her favorite school lunch was turkey cubes and gravy. And her mom worked in the cafeteria back then. And she was allowed to bring home the leftovers. We had a food <laughs> fight one day with that very dish. Oh. Got in big trouble. It was all over the quad. And finally, <laughs> me thinks Martin missed the assignment because he said the best school lunch was, quote, tuna in a hot dog bun with a cheese slice as a sale, a.k.a. the tuna boat. I thought I was white trash. <laughs> God. Ew. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. You can stream us on 101kgb.com while you're working and on the iHeartRadio app. It's round one of the Crackpot News. The death toll from the Maui wildfires has now reached 111 as crews continue to hunt for traces of perhaps more than 1,000 people that are still unaccounted for. It's just unimaginable. And one unlikely hero has stepped up to try and do their part to help. Spam. As in in the can? That's the one. Spam and Hormel are teaming up with Convoy of Hope to get people spam and food to the people of Hawaii as they recover from the devastating wildfires in Maui. So here's Janessa Kinsher, who is a brand manager for Spam, talking about what they'd like to accomplish. They are our ohana. I would say that they are truly our family. They're our friends, and they bring this brand to life. Now is our time to let our ohana on Maui know that we see them, that we love them, that we're supporting them. Wow. Lesson of the day. Go buy your spam today, people. Honestly, I am absolutely going to do that. Yes. You were going to do it anyway. Well, that's true. I did try the maple syrup spam. It was incredible, but now I'm going back to buy like 10 cans just to support that company. Spam is huge in Hawaii because they don't really have enough ground to raise pigs. Mm. You can go to McDonald's and get spam. Really? Yeah, they love it. Well, let's support them in any way that we can. All right, you don't have any big rides planned this weekend, do you, Clint? I don't. Good, because are you aware of the crazy weather we are about to get hit with? No, I thought about a small ride on Sunday. I didn't have one planned, so Mm -hmm. I guess not now. A tropical storm. Hillary, Chris Boyer. Oh, Jesus. Is off the coast of Mexico. (laughs) A lot of hot air. Coming for you. It could come close to San Diego, bringing lots of showers and gusty winds. Hillary is expected to upgrade to a major hurricane today as it passes Baja, California. By the time it reaches San Diego, maybe Sunday or Monday, wind speeds are expected to go back down to a tropical storm. So we're not going to get that hurricane, but we should expect crazy winds throughout the weekend and definitely showers as well. Okay, then that settles it. I'm not riding Sunday. I'm going to go ahead and drink and sit in my house. I want a good (laughs) storm. I want thunder. I want lightning. I want crazy do you we, like that? I, I like thunder love lightning. them during the summer. Yeah, me yep, too. I'll take it. All right. A few weeks ago, a whistleblower testified in court that the U.S. government has non-human biologics that were recovered from an alleged aircraft crash. And San Diego's Tom DeLonge and Blink-182 got to do the biggest, I told you so, ever about aliens being real. There you go, Clint. I get the second biggest, I told you so. But he's also def- the government for withholding UFO information from the public in the first place. In a new social media post, Tom said, people in the government working the real UFO problem are patriots, morally sound, and doing the best they can. Some made errors, worked in ambiguous lack of oversight, but what would each... What would we each do if we were burdened with this information, you know? So someone replied to his post arguing that the truth shouldn't be considered a burden and that it should be shared because the truth belongs to all of us. To which Tom responded saying, I agree, but 
like any other emergency, leadership needs to figure out what the hell is going on before they run out and say something that is wrong or that they don't have a plan to deal with it. I just hope they're friendly. I just got shirt, uh, Chip a shirt from Tom, you know, his company, To The Stars. Yeah. Okay, so he has a big shirt right now coming out saying Tom was right. That is awesome. <laughs> Tom was right. I feel like I should get you one too, Clint, but... There you I, go. I would welcome that. There you go. My friends, that is a wrap on round one of the Crackpot News. We will be back at nine o'clock with round two and a news quiz that could send you to dinner and a movie. And from San Diego Sports 760, Big Rich TD and Fletch. It is a man half his size in for the sports report. TD. <laughs> I, you think I'm half the size of Rich? Well, you I don't mean that as like a, you know, a oh, slanderous like thing. Oh, he's he's the I, know, I, I was taking it as a very nice compliment. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very nice. Uh, Padres, didn't hurt your feeling. You didn't hurt my feelings, buddy. Maybe riches. I I have this tough shell. You have Ryan's outer next. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Padres on fire. Uh, beat the Orioles yesterday, five to two. That means that's two wins in a row. Two wins in a row for the Padres. Don't discount that. It, that is amazing. I am not discounting. It is almost a streak. They win tonight. It is a streak. But yesterday, they had some big hits. They had a home run. They put together successive wins for the first time since August 1st and 2nd. Like I just mentioned, Fernando Tatis Jr. got a little bit of his flair back as he stole home base in the 7th. It was a beautiful thing. Snellzilla shoved on the mound. Six innings, three hits, allowed two runs. Padres win the series against the Orioles. Now they take on the Diamondbacks in a four-game series. First pitch tonight at 640. Diamondbacks have a three-game lead on them in the wildcard race. So if they can come in, they sweep the series or just win the series, they're going to make up some serious ground as they head towards the postseason. They're currently four and a half games out of a playoff spot. And let's see here. In the NFL, Jets assistant coach Tony Oden was taken to the hospital after getting hurt during an on-field fight during practice yesterday. A The Colts running back, Jonathan Taylor, left training camp again. This time, they say it's an excused absence due to a personal matter. I think we're going to hear differently in the coming days here. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has been fighting for a contract renegotiation, so he's been in and out of training camp. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Russell Gage is going to miss the entire 2023 NFL season after suffering a knee injury in practice yesterday. We don't know the extent of that injury, but we do know he will not play, unfortunately. And in the world of MMA, huh? Yeah, yeah huh? baby. Musk versus oh Zuck. Oh, the God. saga continues. Travis what? Effin Dale. Is what? that your Come middle on. name? Is that your middle name? Yeah, my middle name's Effin. Yeah. I don't want to hear about this unless you're about to tell me a fight has been dated, is locked in, and Elon's not pulling his stupid little excuses anymore. What? I don't know why you're so against Elon. I, I don't know I why. I was for Elon what? until he started this whole crap. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Wait, let, me, let me check up my <laughs> ah, doctor. It's going to happen. Wait, hang, hang, on. On. hang on. Hang on. Hang my on. My neck hurts. We don't have a date yet. However, however, the betting line for Elon has shifted a lot. 94% of all the bets are backing Musk now. I refuse to back that. It's not going to happen. I'm what? sick of this. We, You know what? Let's let's just do it our damn selves. Because I'm telling you, it's Wait, not going to happen. Wait, we're going to set the fight between Musk and Zuckerberg? No, let's do Battle of the KGBs. Let's do our own damn I fight. We're going to fight. We're going to box. Yes. We have rich. <laughs> no, I ain't yeah. rich. No, 
But yeah, no, uh, for real, Rich I'm serious. Fighting Clint. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I no. don't care. We can draw a name. Not at all. Think Why? of the makeup sex. Okay, well, I don't know if they'll allow us to actually box. Then let's do Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, then I'm the in. Next battle of the KGBs, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Let's give the people what they really want, which is a real actual a board fight. game. Dude. I think people really want us to actually box. <laughs> I think and I, I like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. My thumbs from all the workout I do in the bathroom by myself. <laughs> let me tell you, yeah, I, yeah. I will hurt somebody. All right, let's make this happen. <laughs> all right. Hey, look, I'm in. I'm in for the team. I say I'm in. Let's rock and roll. I'm still going to let you speak for your whole team, and yeah. they're all going to be in. This is going to happen. Okay. All right, tomorrow, next battle of the KGBs, it's on. Oh, boy, here we go. The master of disaster, KGB Mornings, Sarah, Boyer, and Clint, the great one. It's time to try to beat Boyer for Ann Wilson tickets. Good luck to you, because he's on a six-game winning streak, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not boasting at all. But just in case someone doesn't know how this works for those Ann Wilson tickets, how does Beat Boyer work? All right. Earlier this morning, I asked Boyer five random trivia questions, and I recorded his answers. So now we are going to go to Fawn in La Mesa. We are going to ask her the exact same questions, write her answers down, and then we will compare her answers to Boyer's and see who got more right. All right. KGB, good morning, Fawn. Good morning. All right, here we go, Fawn. Question number one to Beat Boyer. Which pop star performed the Rolling Stones satisfaction at the 2000 MTV VMAs? Uh, let's see. Um, a BMX? That's, uh, let's see. Uh, Five, uh, four, three, okay. uh, two, uh, Any pop star? One. Uh, 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 nah, we're moving on. Uh, we're moving on. on. All right, here we go. Question two. What type of food are anchocha? Fat babies. And don't say Clint. Uh, what type of what? Food are anchocha fat babies. Oh my gosh, that's a good question. Oh wow. Five. Anchovy. Or okay. <laughs> question three. Which actress starred opposite Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook? What actor played Opposite Bradley oh. Cooper? Five. Four. Okay. Three, Guess an actress. Two, one. Uh, nope. Oh, uh, no, she got Tom. Nicole Cruz. What? Nicole she said Nicole Cruz? Cruz. Yeah, yeah. I think that was when she was married to uh, Tom Cruise. All right, here we go. Question four. She said Tom. Oh, Tom. there you go. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't know, whichever. Okay. Question four. What city was the first to have jail have a jail in its NFL stadium? Which city was the first to have a jail in its NFL stadium? Um, uh, Detroit. Okay. And question five. A black box on an airplane is, in fact, not black. So what color is it? Um, It's uh, not black. It's uh, probably white. Okay. All right. Hold on the line. Now, Sarah asked Boyer the same five questions this morning. Let's see how he answered to beat Boyer. Which pop star performed the Rolling Stones satisfaction at the 2000 MTV VMAs? Boyer said... Lady Gaga. Hmm... <laughs> Was not able to get an answer. The correct answer is Britney Spears. So ah! zero zero. Question two: What type of food are anchocha fat babies? Boyer said crickets. <laughs> what? And Fawn said anchovies. And nope, that's not right either. It's a vegetable. It's a gourd. All right. Oh, Question three: <laughs> That's to not be food. <laughs> Which actress starred opposite Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook? Boyer said uh, Sandra Bullock. Mm. What? 
much. And Fawn said either Nicole Cruz or Tom Cruz, but it was not a Cruz. It was Jennifer Lawrence. So ah, we are zero zero going into question number four. Man, you guys are sucking a donut so far. <laughs> All right, question four. What city was the first to have a jail in its NFL stadium? Boyer said. Uh, what city? That city would be uh, Pittsburgh, and they needed it. Detroit, Boyer, you were so close. It was Philadelphia. Okay. So, this is the final oh, question. Zero. Zero points on the board going into the fifth oh. final question. Question five. To beat Boyer, a black box on an airplane is in fact not black. What color is it? Boyer said. It's orange. It's optic orange. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. He got that oh, right. Again. Said white. So this is the oh. seventh week in a row. Oh. No. Is oh. Boyer. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, his ego's gone wild. Oh, yes. What's going on? Do I have breakfast for two? Pancakes. Sarah Boyer and Clint. You ruined pancakes. The KGB Morning Show. That's impressive. On 101.5 KGB. San Diego's classic rock, 101.5 KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. And you could score a pair of tickets to Vets Aid Sunday, November 12th. We're talking Joe Walsh, Jeff Lynn's ELO, The Flaming Lips, Lucius, and so many others. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Or no, goes no, everywhere. It, does, it doesn't stay in Vegas, actually, <laughs> which is what we want to hear your wildest Vegas stories. And just for calling in or emailing us, you're automatically entered to win these Vets Aid tickets. And we're going to start off with a good one from Stephanie. Who says, I've got a good one. My sister, my cousins, and I were there in Vegas for a girls' weekend, and we just had dinner. And we were walking down Fremont Street, which, if you know, it's kind of a questionable area. And then all of a sudden, this random drunk chick pulls out her boob and begins spraying breast milk everywhere. Oh, hell no. Some of which hits me and my sister. And we were in such shock that she managed to just disappear into the crowd before we could find police or security because... I don't know if you know this, but that is considered assault. So we grabbed a cab and headed back to our rental to clean up. Ew, so gross. Yeah, I'm feeling that one in my throat right now. That was a Woody Allen film. This giant marauding breast would squirt poisonous milk on people and kill them. (laughs) And they had to trap it with a giant bra cup. Oh my gosh, that is hideous. Uh, Roxanne says, I got drunk as hell and I married a mall Santa. He attended the wedding in his Santa suit, and we got divorced the next day. That was a sex thing. Come on. (laughs) Women love Santa. And Ashley says, my friends and I were looking for a casino, but we got lost. And also, we were very, very drunk. After wandering aimlessly for about an hour, we thought we found it, and we walked in. But it was not a casino. It was a church, and we were interrupting a funeral. Oh, no. We were escorted out by security, and I'm not entirely convinced that this all really happened or if it was a bad dream. But, yeah, my friends say it did. All right, so let us know. KGB Mornings at 101KGB.com or call us 888-570-1015. What happened in Vegas? 101.5 KGB FM San Diego. Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint talking about, well, things that happen in Vegas that do not stay in Vegas. We've got Gary from Flynn Springs. What's your story, my man? Well, Clint, it was right after 9-11, and uh, my girlfriend and I decided to take a trip one weekend when we had no kids to Las Vegas. Um, she was very beautiful, very sexual, active female. And we get to Las Vegas, and she wants to go to a strip club. Strip clubs in Las Vegas are full touch. 
so girls can touch anything. Got it, anywhere got, it, got, they it got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Sarah's totally got turned it. on right now. Ugh. Keep going. I know. <laughs> Sarah, the, my, my girlfriend looks at me and she goes, hey, if I ask her and she wants to go home with us, would that be okay? Oh, my go, God. Sure. And she said yes, and we took her back to the hotel room. Gary, you know what that is? Ooh. That's the jackpot, my friend. Those are definitely things that happen in Vegas and go home with you and stay all over you and burn <laughs> after Vegas, Gary. Call us if you have a story for those vet aid tickets. 888-570-1015. KGB. What happens in Vegas, well, does not stay in Vegas, and you're going for vet aid tickets. Reba, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? What's your story? My story is that my husband and I went there on our anniversary, and we stayed at the Strat. We, I had my husband walk all the way from the Strat to the Hershey store in Cowboy Boots and Hills, and he was complaining the entire time. So we ended up walking back to the Strat, and he had uh, blisters all over his feet. He was so mad, and he was like, I'm never coming here again with you. Was that so it's a, hilarious. a lost bet or something? What man would agree to do that? Oh, my gosh. He was complaining the entire time, and I was like, no, we have to go for our kids. We have to go. And he was like, no, no, no. All right. Reba, you hold on. You're in the running. I'm going to get your number here in just a second. Call us if you've got a story about Vegas that will not stay in Vegas. San Diego's Classic Rock 101.5 KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. And at this time tomorrow, the one, the only Dave Rickards will be in studio. And speaking of Dave's, we have Dave on the 163 on the line talking about things that happen in Vegas that don't stay in Vegas. What's your story? Yeah, in 1999, um, my Girlfriend and I of six months decided to go to Vegas early for her birthday. And uh, 24 years later, we're married, two kids, dog, house, the whole thing. Wait, and that wasn't planned? That you were you were not planning on getting married? No, no plans whatsoever. Oh, my gosh. I love this happy story. That's so nice, Dave. So nice. Does she still love you, though? Sometimes. <laughs> Hold on, man. You are in the running for those Vets Aid tickets on the 101.5 KGB. Emails are coming in, KGBmornings at 101kgb.com. Rob wrote in, I ended up in a my hotel room with a stripper that I met at a club, and we both passed out before anything happened. Like, for real, absolutely nothing happened. Her phone woke us up at 8 a.m., and she dashed out with a sincere apology. So flat, fast forward five years. I'm at a place 2,000 miles away from Vegas on a date, and this other woman keeps staring at me. When my date went to the bathroom, she came up to me and said, is your name Rob? And I kind of slowly said, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, I met you in Vegas five years ago. Don't you remember? We went to your hotel room and nothing happened. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry about that, by the way. And then she gave me your phone number. But I never called her. Oh, I thought it was going to be a second chance. I thought it was going to be a three-way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Joy says, it was our last night in Vegas, and we had an early flight, so we packed up and got ready to go to dinner. And as we were packing, we noticed we had a lot of leftover alcohol, so we knew we couldn't take it on the plane. So we took turns chugging the bottles. Oh. We had dinner at a hotel, and just as we got seated at the table, my friends started throwing up everywhere so we all drunkenly panicked and we dumped the waters out of our cups and handed them to her so she could throw up in the in the cups and now the table is full of cups 
watch them throw up. And out of nowhere, we have EMTs with wheelchairs and officers coming to our table. Oh, yeah. They take us up to our room, and the EMTs help my friend while officers grill us, asking if anyone gave us drinks or we took something we didn't know about. And we were like, no, 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 we're just drunk. Oh, my God. Dumb and drunk, and we chugged all of our alcohol. If I were one of the people in the restaurant, I'd be asking for a <laughs> refund. Oh, Refund? Oh, I would man. not pay for my dinner watching somebody barf. And Kelly says, I got a tattoo on my ass. The artist said it means strength, but I looked it up and it means cat. But guess what? <laughs> I still like it. That is absolutely fantastic. I walked in uh, to a female friend of mine, gave me the key to her room, was not a hookup. And nope, she said, come in anytime because we were hanging out with our prospective couples. She was ass up naked <gasps> in the middle of it, mid stride, and I walked in the door. Good. And all I did was go, yeah. And then I just walked out. The KGB Morning Show. Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. 101.5 KGB. From San Diego Sports 760, Big Rich, TD, and Fletch. Big Rich is back tomorrow, but we've got TD in studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the B team. It's fine. Oh, stop it. Come on, come on. It's fine. I'm good with it. You're almost as sexy, dude. (laughs) Almost. Uh, I'm starting off with the Padres because how can I not? They put on a display of power last night against the Orioles, winning two in a row now, which hasn't happened since August 1st and 2nd, but they beat the Orioles 5-2. to two. Fernando Tatis Jr. had a hell of a game. The past couple games have been fantastic for Fernando. We're seeing the Fernando of old the past couple games, which is very nice. Last night he went 3-4, for four, had two runs, including a beautiful play in the bottom of the 7th when Fernando stole home. Petco Park lit up. Uh, Blake Snell had a great game as well. Six innings, three hits allowed, as well as two runs allowed. But Padres win the series against the Orioles. Now they take on the Diamondbacks in a four-game series. First pitch tonight, 640, Petco Park. Diamondbacks are three games ahead of the Padres in the wild card race. So a series sweep or a series win here would really help put the Padres closer to a playoff spot. So cross your fingers. Send any luck you can their way. In the NFL, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor left training camp again, this time apparently an excused absence. At least that's what they're telling us due to a personal matter. Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver Russell Gage is going to miss the entire 2023 NFL season after suffering a knee injury. We don't know the extent of that injury yet, but hopefully we will in the next few hours. And confidence wanes with the Denver Broncos because they've been chosen by experts to have the biggest team implosion this year, which is Uh nice. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, speaking of Broncos and horses, though, Britney Spears getting a divorce. Shut your mouth right now. What? I'm just saying. Shut I don't know if you saw her post on Instagram. Zippy. Oh, okay, okay, what? okay. This what? is okay. It's okay? You can talk about this, yes. Why? Go ahead. Well, she is getting a divorce. Divorce papers are filed, and so she puts on Instagram, I'm thinking of buying a horse. Yeah, she uh, should. Wh- <laughs> I'll be a horse. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm just saying. I thought you said those shows didn't exist in <laughs> Mexico. It's donkey, not a horse, you idiot. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, meanwhile, in the Battle of the KGBs, KGB FM narrowly, and I mean by the slimmest of margins, almost incomprehensible margins, eked out a win yeah. last week as round one of the battle is now in the books, now with a 1-0 lead. Sarah has determined round two will take place tomorrow with a Musk versus Zuckerberg MMA fight to the death, Rock'em Sock'em style. Exactly. 
And we need to draw names here. Who's pairing up on the Rock'em Sock'em Robot fight? Yep, Battle of the KGB AM versus FM. All right, I have all of our names, boys, ready to go. Let's see who is going to go against each other. Since Elon and Zuck, we know it's not happening. We're just going to take matters into our own hands. All right, first drawing is... All right, we have Fletch. Okay. He's up, and he'll be going against... Clint. Oh, Clint. We're Clint. Taking on Fletch. Wow. You're Fletch. Okay, Clint. Clint. Clint and Fletch. All, All right. right. All right. Next okay. Up in the AM bucket, we have. All right. TD. Okay. All right. Jackson, All right. Let's see who you're going up against. Doesn't matter. It's a win. Oh, and he likes the TDs. It's Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you and Big Rich. <laughs> that means I'm taking on Big Rich. Nice. All right. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. That's going down tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, seven twenty-five. Round two. Battle of the KGBs. 101.5 KGB mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint talking about what happens in Vegas certainly does not stay in Vegas. We've got some names. We've got some numbers. We've enjoyed your stories. Before we announce the winners here in just a second, though, we have a few more KGB mornings at 101kgb.com. This is from Jordan who said, I had sex in my car in a Chick-fil-A parking lot in Vegas, and during the sex, I sharted. Oh! And a police officer showed up, so I had to explain the situation and pay a not insequential fee while nude with liquid poop pouring down my legs. Oh. I've not gone back to Vegas since. Mm. Uh, Jeff wrote in and says, I was 25 at the time and relatively sheltered and naive when I was in Vegas, so I got wasted and I lost my friends at one of the casinos. Fast forward to me walking around trying to find them. These two young women come up to me and our interaction was as follows. Me and the drunkest voice possible. You guys are pretty. Them, thanks. Do you want to party? <laughs> me, sure. I want to go out to my room. Them, smiling. Me, smiling. Them, Wait, you know what we mean by party, right? And then he goes, no. And they're like, we're hookers. He's like, oh, no, thank you. But you're pretty. And then he laughed. And finally, Steven says, this is my first time in Vegas. I got separated from my group because I wanted to go see a show they didn't want to see. When I called them afterwards, I got no answer. So I had the brilliant idea of walking to Mandalay Bay, getting a drink at every casino on the strip. Then I... Proceeded to have a threesome with two girls that wound up stealing $1,000 cash from my wallet. I passed out right outside of Planet Hollywood, and someone there woke me up saying, Good, you're alive. (laughs) And then then I met NBA Hall of Famer Dirk Nowitzki at a streetlight where we couldn't move for 30 minutes due to a public emergency. I'll never forget it. That sounds like the hangover in real life. (laughs) Totally. All right. So we've got our winner. It's going to be Dave on the 163 who called in, who got married unexpectedly and now has a wife and kids, and she still loves him. Oh, congratulations, Dave. You're going to Vets Aid. No need to drink coffee in the morning. Clint has had enough for all of us. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. 101.5 KGB. Ah, it's exciting on KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint because the world premiere of the new Guns N' Roses song. It is coming up just about 9 o'clock. It's called Perhaps. We heard it earlier. I like it. I do, too. It's got some classic GNR sound and bits in it. Yeah. So it, it remains true to them. And I, I've been waiting to hear it again because you hear it once and initially you're like, cool, I like it. But, you know, the more you listen to something, the more you can love it. 
I agree. And I want to hear it actually outside the studio in my own car. So you'll hear that throughout the day as well. Absolutely. All right. Coming up next as well, we are going to jump back into the Crackpot News. We have an update on that Camp Pendleton Marine um, who was hiding a 14-year-old girl in his barracks. You might remember this. Uh-oh. Back in June. We'll tell you what's going on with that. And then a new development for this whole blindside family drama with Michael Orr. Oh my gosh, if I were the judge, I'd have case closed. We'll update you next in the Crackpot News on the KGB. This is round two of Sarah's Crackpot News on the 101.5 KGB, followed by the final round on the Crackpot News quiz. You are going for dinner and a movie today. Do you guys remember back in June, I mentioned that a 14-year-old girl was found at Camp Pendleton in uh, one of the Marines' barracks? Very disturbing, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, a Camp Pendleton Marine has been slapped with sexual assault of a minor charges. And um, he was also charged with violating liberty restriction from an earlier unrelated case. Authorities will decide whether he will face a court martial after a preliminary hearing scheduled for later this month on the 17th, the military declined to disclose any more information basically on his identity other than his gender. We know it's a guy and the other details such as when and how he met the teenager, how she got on the base and how long she'd been there. All of that info is still kept under wraps. So there's a little bit of an update for you. And we'll keep you posted as this story continues. Now, this whole blindside family drama gets even messier as it now turns out that Michael Orr, he actually knew the Tui family were his legal conservators back in 2011, despite his claims that he just became aware of this in February, which is why he's suing them. And you know how we know this? Because Michael wrote about this in his own book. Oops. Orr's 2011 memoir, I Beat the Odds from Homelessness to the Blind Side and Beyond, It specifically talks about the legal relationship he had with the family. And I quote, Since I was already over the age of 18 and considered an adult by the state of Tennessee, Sean and Leanne would be named as my legal conservators. They explained to me that it means pretty much the same thing as adoptive parents, but that the laws were just written in a way that took my age into account. Honestly, I didn't care what it was called. I was just happy that no one could argue that we weren't legally what we already knew was real. We were a family. I mean, in the due diligence of this KGB court, Michael, this case is closed based solely off your own words. Absolutely. Dismissed. Yeah, thinking about this yesterday on the way home, it's like he had to have known about this, and now there's proof. Oh, absolute madness. All right, we're going to take a quick time out. Right after ACDC, we will wrap up the news with a news quiz and send you to dinner and a movie. You are going to want to call 888-570-1015 right now because this is Sarah's final round of the Crackpot News followed by a news quiz for that dinner and a movie you can score. Well, boys, your 2023 Kids Mullet Champion was announced yesterday. Oh, good. I was waiting for this. His name is Rory Ehrlich, and he's six years old from a town near Philly. Here's Rory and his mom, who got so excited she teared up. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> it's just hysterical, and I love it. I love every part of it. It's been such an amazing, fun contest, and the community has been so awesome, and it's it's so overwhelming. We went to the barber. He wanted a mullet and uh, said he wanted to do this contest. Rory just won himself a nice five thousand dollars wow if you were a kid where, where would you go with five thousand dollars candy store a candy store 100 percent. not rory he plans to use that money to buy his sister an alpaca oh my god 
<laughs> what a heart that kid has. Strange choice. Something else with hair, horrible hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you don't have school-age kids right now anymore, maybe you were not aware of some new school programs being offered like, quote, brain breaks to let students just get up, shake it off, grab a fresh snack mid-lesson. But one teacher's brain break ruffled one mom's feathers, all because of her questionable song choice. Uh, This woman who posted her concern on Reddit says, my six-year-old son came home today telling me about a song the teacher was playing in class. I looked it up and I was horrified. It was by, it was Timber by Kesha and Pitbull. So here's some of the lyrics that concerned her. I mean, it's catchy. Uh, have them like Miley Cyrus, clothes off, twerking in their bras and thongs, face down, booty up, that's way we like to, what? I don't get it, what's wrong with uh, yeah. kids? They gotta learn. She basically says, this is talking about seducing a girl. Do I have the right to be a concerned parent? And she just wanted to know if she was right or not. Oh yeah, she's right. That's a horrible lyric for a child. Thank you, Chris Boyer. <laughs> Some actual good parenting advice for one. Of course. Always. All right, that is a wrap on the Crackpot News. It is time for a news quiz, 888-570-1015. Let's send you to dinner and a movie. KGB, good morning. Would you like to take the news quiz? All right, strike one. KGB, good morning. Would you like to take the news quiz? I would. All right, this is from the 7 o'clock news. What meat meat product is stepping up to help send food to Maui wildfire victims? Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that one. I don't know. You're going to have to go the next <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for calling in. This is our final shot at dinner and a movie for the news quiz. Good morning. Are you ready? Yes, I am. What meat product is stepping up to help send food to Maui wildfire victims? Spam. There it is. What's your name? My name's Martin. All right, Martin. Congratulations, my friend. You're going to dinner and a movie. More information on that on 101kgb.com. San Diego's Classic Rock, 101.5 KGB. Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. We sure have enjoyed this Thursday with you. And tomorrow, it's going to be a great Friday. We've got Ann Wilson tickets for you. We have Vets Aid tickets for you. And legendary Dave Rickards coming in. Yeah, Dave's going to be here in studio at 8.05. We're going to start a little thing on a social at KGB Mornings, whether it's Facebook or Instagram. What do you want to hear from Dave? You know, Do you want to know what's going on in his life? Do you have any questions you would want to ask him? We're not promising it's going to get on air, but I know his people miss him. We miss him. So we are open to hearing what you want us to ask Dave tomorrow. And also, we are loaded on tickets. So you are winning something every single hour between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow on KGB Mornings. Love it. And 1 o'clock with Allie and then 5 o'clock with Travis. You have two more keywords that could get you a VIP trip for two to our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Oh, and hello, Battle of the KGBs. That's right. Round two is on at 7.25. Oh, I cannot wait for that. And happy hour. And Boyer's up, I believe. I wish it was Friday already. (laughs) (laughs) You and the other two of us as well. Have a great rest of your day. Allie's up next. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And if you've ever served this country, past, present, men, women, every branch, we love you, we appreciate you, thank you, and God bless you and your families for your tremendous sacrifice.